listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Okay, everybody, happy Sunday, and welcome back to yet another episode of the AntsMarching.org podcast. I am Matt, and as always, I'm joined by Joe and Jake. It is a sunny 85-degree day here in Seattle. I can't believe it. And yet I'm inside recording a podcast with two other schmucks that are inside recording a podcast on nice days <laughs> in relative parts of the country. Joe, how are you today, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, it's uh, already dark here, so I don't feel as bad that I'm recording a podcast inside. So you were driving in the, in the nice weather. Uh, yes. Well, that is true. I was working on, uh, I spent a good five hours in the car, so I was working on my my arm tan, my, my long haul arm tan out the window. Nice. And, and Jake, I hear it's a little a little chilly down there. It is. I'm glad I'm inside because it's like 68 outside. I mean, it is absolutely freezing out. So it's, it's good to be inside nice and warm and not out there shivering. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> well, okay, so let's, let's you know... Commence with the details here. What are you drinking, Jake? Uh, I am going back to uh, my old reliable. I'm back with the Red Cypress, which I love very much, and drinking Spook Hill, which is that uh, pale ale that I love so much, 5.3%, um, and it is delicious, and I enjoy it very much. Right, Joe, I'm guessing coming off a uh, a wine weekend, you're probably carrying on with the trend. Carrying with the wine? Um uh, yes, that, why I was five hours away is because I was at uh, Wine Weekend with a bunch of other um, Ants members, um, and I had drank a lot of wine, drank a lot of beer. So in my hand is a bottle of purified water, and that's what I will be drinking for this podcast. Well, good for you. Yeah, I was thinking about doing the same, but I felt <sighs> like that would be too lame. Um, so thanks, thanks for taking I appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah man, that for... makes you feel real, that makes you real good. Yeah, I appreciate you running with the, running with that. I am well. I'm not much different actually. I'm drinking a Coors Light, so <laughs> I think we're in the it's same like ballpark. Water. Yeah, we're in the same ballpark here. <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, rehydrating uh, after uh, after a great weekend. Finger Lakes, drinking some wines, listening to some DMV, hanging out. Glad to hear. It. I hear you did a little, some Snapchat filters. Yeah, we that's, did. That's the rumor. Yes. Now, how was that? Yeah, I guess that anybody that was out watching the uh, Ants Snapchat, um, we actually tried out a nice little specific Ants Snapchat filter, I, which you may see um, elsewhere in the future. I, uh, bum, bum, bum. Ooh, I wasn't I wasn't following the Ants Snapchat because I don't have a Snapchat, personally. Well, I, well, that's a problem. Is it? Get a Snapchat. I don't know. I feel like I'm ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> ahead of the curve by not joining the curve? Yes. You're behind. Nope. Sorry. That's the definition of old. Yeah. And I'm going to start putting you in the same group with Jake here any minute now. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I had my hearing aid off. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, for anybody that is a Snapchatter, keep following us on uh, we're Ants Marching Org on Snapchat. And uh, that's where we post our goofy stuff and uh, posted a couple photos from the wine weekend this past week. Well, it's it's kind of cool to add another social media angle to the stable. We have hit some milestones recently, actually. Um, I don't think anybody really keeps track of this, but it was kind of just something that uh, I noticed today that we have surpassed 40,000 followers on Twitter. Nice. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, we have passed 100,000 hearts on Periscope, which Ooh. is, you know kind of interesting <laughs> um i don't think that puts us on the top 10 list or anything but that's uh, respectable and i think joe you said we passed nine thousand followers on instagram 
We did. We passed off. Thanks for all the love on Instagram also. 9,000 there, quickly trending to the 10K mark. Yeah, I can see that happening uh, by or at the Charlottesville party, for sure, I would hope. Thank you to all that follow us on uh, social media. I think that would be cool, yeah. So uh, we got a little bit of news to talk about today. Let's start off with um, with the announcement from the band that the warehouse disc finally was it got a definition this time around, right, Jake? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was a little. I think we talked about it about a month ago, expecting it to uh, expecting it to pop out, but it finally did appear. Um, kind of an interesting one too, with a couple little first time songs on there. I'm just going to read them off in order in case you were kind of curious. Um, Oh, Joyride. Uh, the Joyride is from 06, so that's a first time for 2006 jo- Joyride. Um, nice. Bro- Broken Things, which is a first time release for Broken Things. Sweet Up and Down from 2007. It's actually the second 2007, but this one is um, from Camden. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it is a fan favorite, and it's a pretty damn good version of Sweet Up and Down. Um, then there's a couple interesting ones. I did it. Um, Featuring Tim, which I spoke of a couple weeks ago, ironically enough. That's so, perfect. Yay, That's so got, perfect. Got that I did it I wanted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So much for that. Um, and um, The Space Between. Again, um, they actually have it listed from SPAC on 627.15. That's actually wrong. Um, it wasn't from SPAC. I believe um, some people did some research and they figured out it was actually from uh, Camden from 2015 so i think that's what it was and then another one this is kind of interesting uh this is part of just the the seven song um it's seek up from 2007 and you might say to yourself um that's kind of weird where did this random seek up from 2007 come in from the gorge well apparently back in the day when people first heard it they loved it because there's actually a thread dedicated from 2007 about this specific seek up so somebody knew what they were talking about when they picked this one. So that's the seven. And then the um, three bonus songs, if you've been in it for three years or longer, is Shotgun from JPJ in Charlottesville in 2006, where Matt and Joe and I were all sitting right there. And mm-hmm. as the song started, Matt turned to me and said, what's this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. I recall. I think, that, I think that happens to every song. Uh. <laughs> it a- absolutely happened. Oh, I see. It's going to be like that kind of episode then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> gloves, are, gloves are off. <laughs> but but that shotgun has been. If you go through and just look through warehouse um, threads at Ants, you will see people asking specifically for this version of shotgun. So it is an immensely popular version with fans. So that's kind of cool. And then two from the same show from 1996. There's Don't Burn the Pig. And don't be fooled. This isn't Pig with the with the different name. This is the original version of Don't Burn the Pig. Um, and Dave tells a little story right before it, sort of how the song came to him. He was watching a, mo- a, a special on TV, and they were burning pigs to test how the – uh, torture, how they screamed and such, and it's it's a really a great great version. And then Granny from that same show, and you might say to yourself, well, why that Granny? Well, Granny's pretty good anyway. So there's really not a bad Granny, and Granny from like ninety early nineties is really like the peak form of Granny. So this is actually a really good Granny, and and ironically enough, uh, I actually was at that show in nineteen ninety six. Maybe that could be Jake's story. I don't time find later. that ironic at all. I, you were like thirty at that point, right? I was. 47, I 
I'm not or mistaken. Did, did those two songs um, flow into each other on the site? Do you know? I, I don't remember, and I have to look it up. Uh, you know what? You. They they actually don't. There's no way because Don't Burn the Pig opened the encore because Don't Burn the Pig is one of two songs I ever saw live that I did not know from the Dave Matthews Band. That's true. Oh, Granny was uh, back half of the set, uh, about five songs from the end, and then Don't Burn the Pig did indeed open the encore. Yes, I did not know Don't Burn the Pig when I heard it then. And in 1998 at Giant Stadium, when they played uh, Beauty of Winona, I did not know Beauty of Winona. The only, the only time they played Don't Burn the Pig that tour and the last time full band, of course. Last full band, Don't Burn the Pig. Great version. Roy is fantastic. That's not that. what I tagged on one of our podcast episodes. That wasn't that one, was it? It actually is. It, How hilarious is that? That's that I swear to God, that was just a wild guess. That is, yeah, cr- yeah right, that, man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, right, man. <laughs> that is that is absolutely true. We did use it as a as a bumper. You used it. How funny is that? Mm-hmm. And we just had. I did it like two weeks ago. Oh my goodness! Who would have thought? <laughs> so what? So what? So which one of these are you most excited about? Shotgun is that the one you're most excited about? That's my guess. No, for me it's Broken Things. Oh, I should have guessed that. Yeah. I love you broken love things. you love your broken things. Yeah, I do. How uh, about you, Joe? Uh, yeah, I want I'll, this. I want to hear this seek up. I want the gorge seek up. I want to hear it in its, all its beautiful audio quality. Coincidentally, one of the last years that the gorge shows were actually actually considered to be must attends. I think. I think that the three night stands over the last few years have been a little. A little mediocre, and I, yeah. I think I think they used to really bring it around that time period. I've I've been saying that for a while. I yeah. agree. So this is from the prime time. Yep. How, how about you, Maddie? Which uh, I will go with Broken for Things for sure. Um, uh, Shotgun's nice, but Broken Things is it's just a really solid song. A great album opener too. I know we're talking live here, <clears throat> but I was actually listening to it on the way down to the Sounders um, match yesterday. I was jamming that out with the windows down. It was uh, that was a lot of fun. I like it. It is. And, you know, I, I've seen some people questioning on the on the boards about some choices. And obviously, you know, we're kind of thinking the same thing, you, you, especially for us that are kind of anti every day. Although we did kind of talk up specifically, I, I did it in space between in the format that they are now. Um, but uh, we actually had a, a, a listener question that came in and I thought that maybe we could just kind of talk about this really quick. Um, it's from Matt Volts, which is uh, at the Matt Volts. And he asked at Ants Marching, oh, on the new warehouse disc, good choice or wasted selection? Seems no different than any other Dave and Tim performance of it. Uh, hashtag Ants Podcast. And if it's wasted, what would you replace O with? Again, with the hashtag Ants Podcast. So he has two questions. Um, I don't think it's a wasted pick for number one. A, is that where we are now? We don't like O? I mean, seriously. I it's mean, not that we don't like. It's not that we don't like it, it, but it's that you only get a certain number of songs on the warehouse disc. Is does that make your top ten songs that you want on the on the well, disc? It's not the I, warehouse ten. If it was your top ten songs, it'd be the same ten songs every year. Every, exactly, you know? and and you know they have to have a time limit on this. So you, you only have if you take out O. How long is that O? Maybe four minutes. Maybe. So what are you going to replace it with? Another four minute song. Okay. Well. You know, you can go through that thing. But this, I mean, I know this. Oh, I remember this. Oh, this is from Bangor, Maine last year, the 2014 show. That Bangor, Maine show is fan freaking tastic. Say Bangor that, again. <laughs> Bangor. Say I just wanted to hear you say it. Banger. Banger. There you go. And MASH. Is, is this the mash. show? Is, is this the show, though, if I remember correctly, I'm remembering wrong, but 
Is this the show that the ladies returned? No, they returned okay. in um in New Jersey. No, this is the show where they had like like porta potties set up or something like that, and Dave referenced them like the entire show. It was like a really fun show. The band was really on. It's a small place, mm-hmm. but I really really like that show. So I, I don't specifically recall this O off the top of my head, but I know I really really like the show. So I'm guessing this O is pretty uh, banger. <laughs> I don't mind um, a little acoustic to mix things up. Um, I don't know if I'd do a O acoustic given all the, the songs that we recently have to choose from to have acoustically. Um, you know, I, I might go something different, but I, I kind of like getting an acoustic version of a song in there. I, I dig O a lot, so I'm, I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. That's just me. I don't have a problem with O at all. I like but, it. So that, but, that's go ahead. But would you, if you, if I said I got veto power and I took O out, what would you replace it with? Oh, anything. But I mean, what, what you have four, I mean, you have four minutes. Okay. How about American Baby? That's four minutes. No. Okay. Um, how about what else? Imp- is four minutes. Do an improv jam from one of these, one of these, one of these shows. Yeah, but they've never done an improv jam on a warehouse disc. So, Perfect. That even more for even more of a reason. You know what songs? Yeah, but, you know what songs? Roughly four minutes long. What? I think Dodo is. <laughs> what would be wrong with Dodo? That would be perfect. Why Inter- didn't they just do that? Ehe. I like Ehe. I love. I saw. It. I saw that um, we had a little uh, D- uh, Dodo T-shirt. We did. We actually do have the Dodo T-shirts, and and by the time you're listening to this, the pre-order will be closed because the. Uh, the response has been inconceivable. What does that mean, inconceivable? I don't think that means what I think it means. But anyway, <laughs> um, it, it's been really over the top. And, and thank you for everybody for ordering them. And I'm going to get those out to everyone uh, post haste. But it has been a tremendous, uh, uh, tremendous response. I'm going to get some extra shirts for those that did not participate in the pre-order. But as always, those are going to be limited first come first serve. So when they run out, that's it. The Dodo will be gone. Will will the free Dodo shirt make an appearance in Seville? The free Dodo shirt will indeed make an appearance in Seville. Everyone will have their free Dodo shirts before Seville. Will you be wearing yours? Uh, I will be. I will have my free Dodo shirt. I might wear my my Joe M shirt. I have a little shirt with like, <laughs> a picture on it that a means a lot. Collared shirt. Good. I'll, like, wear my, I'll wear my Jake shirt then. I have yeah with the collar up. That would be nice. Like so, but yes, shirt. It, it will be there, and uh, hopefully at some point during this summer, the band will see the free Dodo shirts, and they will say, you know what? They want to. They want to hear that. That hmm. would be. That would be good. Um, and just to kind of go into something that we talked a little bit about before, gentlemen, um, on this past week, I actually went and saw Pearl Jam. Um, maybe you've heard of them. And during that show, a guy in the crowd put on an actual like sheet with little eyes and a mouth like a ghost. And he ran around like crazy because he wanted to hear a song called Ghost. And the band reacted to that saw him and played the song ghost so i take that as sort of like an omen that this free dodo thing is it's gonna work it's gonna happen i can feel it so you're gonna dress up as a dodo that's what i'm getting from this 
Exactly. That's exactly you've nailed it. Joe, I thought Spot. we were saving that party surprise till the till oh, later on. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, this that's an exclusive. That's a, that's a podcast exclusive. Don't we tell anybody actually, else. We were actually going to raise a dodo. We actually had one reanimated, <laughs> and that was going to be the big surprise. But no, now you've gone and ruined it. Well, not not to jump back to the to the disc, but Joe, there's something about a 15 year member benefit uh, this time around, right? Yeah, it's, well, and they've been doing it. Um, they've been doing it the last, I guess, it was it two years now? Um, that 15 year members of the warehouse actually get a, a ticket book um, for you to put your ticket stubs in. And um, actually, we'll be posting a picture of one of the ones from from 98 members that uh, went out. I don't know. Maybe I guess it would have been a year ago or the year before. I can't remember which which uh, which time they sent it out for the first time. But well, uh, it was supposed to be two years ago. But I'm I'm told uh, sources close to me tell me that uh, some of us didn't get ours until last year. Gotcha. Did you get yours last year? Not the first year. Oh, gotcha. Um, so yeah, it's a nice little treat. I mean, that's a pretty major accomplishment if you've made it to uh, 15 years in the warehouse. Um, Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. That's a lot of suffering. Here's a, here's a, here's a ticket book. Here you go. Well, I mean, you save your tickets, right, Joe? Yeah. It's actually funny you mentioned that. I just told this to Matt recently. Um, we recorded a video, which um, I won't mention right now, um, that uh, – and in the background, I put some ticket stubs. And, and when I went to go get some ticket stubs for this video, I, I pulled out the box that I just throw all my DMV stuff in. Just It just goes there because I can – I'm going to do something at some point but never do anything. I went in there to get ticket stubs. I literally had a ticket stubs that it was like holding well, – how did I describe it? Like holding um, like, a, like a thick book. Of, tic- of tickets, so it's pretty crazy. Just how many, I was surprised how many I've kept along. I don't, I don't, I'm not fanatic about it. I know some people are um, really try to make sure they have the stubs, not the paper ones. Make sure they're in good condition. Um, and I just throw them in a box at once I get back, and I was surprised on um, how many I had. So I, I think I might overrun the um, the ticket book if I ever get to the 15 year mark. Joe, I'm actually on Pornhub right now, and I'm looking at the video. And, my God, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, that's incredible. It was not that kind of video. Oh. I can't believe oh, yeah, you can Skype and you. browse Pornhub at the same time. <laughs> I thought you were still that's struggling that's with email on that phone. I don't I'm not I don't want to steal Matt's Thunder. It's Matt's video. Oh. oh. So you might be searching the wrong keywords on, on that website. Well, I would say I didn't create the video. True. I just did the audio. Yeah, yeah. So um, something else happened in DMV World too, where, um, where Live Tracks Thirty Seven is uh, about to come out. I think it's. I saw people were getting the shipping confirmations in their emails, so it should be arriving in the mail. I guess probably Monday or Tuesday, and I think some of the downloads are available now. Um, I'm, I haven't had a chance to uh, get to listen to it, but I know we've highly been anticipating this. So I'm, I'm really excited to once I get an opportunity to uh, to hear this. Yeah, what an exciting show to hear the band way, way, way back in, in back in November of, of ninety two. So that that's just I, just a special kind of experience. There, there was actually a um, a sample up there on um, on the official site to kind of give you an idea of what it sounds like, and I thought it sounded pretty good. So it's yeah. it's something I'm looking forward to as well. Here's a, a curious kind of just little bit of minutia here. How many people do you think who buy live tracks digitally? just get the mp3 version and not spend the extra couple bucks to get the lossless i, I would think, be go ahead yeah. joe 
I would say anybody anybody under the age of 28 has has never owned, does not get any physical discs. I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. Asking? He means yeah, he means lossless versus MP3. Oh, you're saying lossless version. Yes. Um I think majority get MP3. I would say I, think I, I would right too. Would say it's probably probably like a 95 to 5. That's split. heart that's heartbreaking. No. I I think it's I think it's much much closer. I bet it's more like 70 30 to the mp3 no way it's way higher than 70 no i think that there are enough people there's enough dolby blues out there that know that you really want to get that really high quality stuff and and let's face it if you know how to download something you kind of realize what you want to get uh you know though jake and people downloading in the downloads area they're there how do i how do i play this torrent file on my phone like there are so many people that are still there. I see, but I, I don't think. I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm just guessing that. I still think there's probably a lot more people that buy the physical disc than do the download. Well, I bet it's ninety percent is physical disc. No. Oh yeah. No. Because it's a collector's item, and that's what the DMB well, fan base if, is. If that's the case, Jake, then they are against every single trend in the entire industry. And that might well, be there might be a trend like that, but but it would be against common, uh, you know, directional trends for the industry. Well, I mean, I think that sums up the DMB fan in a nutshell. I mean, isn't everything being a DMB fan against Periscope the trend? is backing you up right now. I'll say that four four people so far. So if you like that sample size, then <laughs> then they're all you. If, it, if it's backing me, I love it. <laughs> Close it down. Shut it down. So I got the greatest polls. The polls are wonderful. It's let's make polls great again. <laughs> All that tells you is that Periscope people like to get discs. It doesn't tell you anything else. Well, I mean, again, with the, it's like Joe was saying with the tickets. You know, people get you know angry when they have like a printed uh, a ticket as opposed yeah. to the actual really nice one. Uh, the Sounders actually have a digital ticket only uh, thing this year. You actually have to use the app to get into the stadium. Oh, I'll say this. You can print out your ticket through Ticketmaster at home, but there are no mailed tickets, not even a ticket card, like a, like a credit card, nothing like that even anymore. It's all digital. All digital. Yeah. That's actually the Orlando Magic did something uh, similar to that this year, not for everybody, but for season ticket holders. So it's, it's the trend in the major sports, and I, and I can see it going that way with, with concerts as well. I, I, I mean, with the, all these people buying the, um, all these people buying these uh, CDs. I mean, where are they playing them? I don't even know. I couldn't even find a CD player. My car, if that. Okay, yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. I guess my car does have one. But, but I mean, I haven't I, used I, it. I would guess that people do something similar to what I do, and and I'm, you know, I'm 87 years old for God's sake. So, you know, you take your disc and you pop it in your computer. They sell live tracks on eight tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I have. You, it's Jake, so my computer it, doesn't even my computer doesn't take a CD. Right, I know nobody's does, but you can still buy one for like twenty bucks. <laughs> they're they're they're. This is they, a lot of work when I could just hit the download button. Again, you're. Yeah, but you have to remember this is the DMB fan base. This is what they do. Just yeah. take it, and rip it out in iTunes, and then use whatever you use to upload your stream. Whatever, if you use iTunes or use whatever. Use Google Music like I use, whatever. 
Do you think um, the flack is going to be noticeable on a show from 1992? Oh, absolutely. Every bit of fidelity helps, and you can create MP3s from flax. You cannot create, in terms of fidelity, you cannot create lossless from lossy. So Correct. you can always get MP3. So pay the extra couple bucks, get MP3s. But you have that pristine. You can't find better quality than this file. Go ahead and and convert it all you like to whatever device you want. And play it on whatever you want. But you at least you have that high fidelity file. I would just feel like very boxed in if I just if I got MP3 as the source. Absolutely. And and remember this: the next time you buy some sort of player and it says it can upconvert something, it's the same exact thing of like taking an MP3 and creating a flack out of it. It's you're not up converting anything. Yep. Okay. There's no such thing as up converting. You're getting you're getting trolled on the Periscope. Somebody somebody posted that Jake still uses his warehouse earbuds. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've actually never opened any gift from the warehouse. So one day I'm going to put them up on eBay, like 20 years from now, of everything oh. completely unopened. I've never opened a single thing from the warehouse except for the discs. Yeah, I can't wait to use that USB charger when open, <laughs> 10 years from now when nobody uses USB anymore. When some when some schmo pays 50 bucks for it because it's some collector's item, I will laugh and laugh and then I will laugh once again. You got to throw in a free dodo shirt too. Like like not free dodo, but free dodo. A a shirt that says free dodo but not for free. With yes. a news article that says the free shirt is now available to order. <laughs> is, it, is that what it said? It's free dodo, two words. So it looks like you're you're giving away a dodo shirt. <laughs> is it really? Oh, you All just right, stand by. It? The free dodo shirts are here. Is the title of the news news article? <laughs> Hang on, stand yeah, by. As in, like, stand we by. got dodo shirts and they're for free. Stand by. I'm not kidding. Okay, hang on. You you're gonna go have you're gonna bit. have some lawsuits on the on your end. I think here you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna be in court. I can't believe you're charging people for free stuff, Jake. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> No, 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 you're, 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 you've misremembered how to read the free Dodo shirts are here. Not the free Dodo shirt. Is it one, one word or two? No. What is the name of the shirt? Is it one word or two? What's the name of the shirt? I would say free Dodo. Correct. It's the, one it's word. Dodo shirt. One word. Well, I can't put a hashtag in there because of the way the news thing kind of goes. Uh, I think the news thing is the way because the people who write the stories are the way they are. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to talk to the assistant to the assistant editor about that because I think that we've had a little um, miscommunication. I wish there was a better way for me to get updated when these things are posted, so I know and I can jump on them before the pre-order is over. If only you got notified when a new news story went on. Yeah, That's pretty sweet. Uh, I guess it's time to talk about it, right? We've been kind of hinting at it for a number of weeks now. Periscopers have been getting a little bit of inside inside look uh, during the breaks. Yeah, so. Um, Let's go all the way back. What was this? Probably 2009, early 2010. Um, yeah, we had an app for the Palm Pre called, I think it was DMB Live <laughs> Setlist, right? I think you need, probably need to teach people what a Palm Pre is first. Oh, uh, I'll pull it out here. Hang on. Got, <laughs> so you can't, if you're just listening, you can't see. So you might want to watch on Periscope. But I, here's the Palm Pre. Why do you still? Why do you have it that handy? Because I, I, it's just on the shelf by my computer. And let me tell you something. Form factor wise, this thing is perfect. It, it's, it's like a little water stone, and it's got this vertical slider for the keyboard. Um, it was, it was a great operating system that performed like crap. So it was disappointing, but it was a really great mobile device. I loved it, and I miss it. Oh yeah, this piece of hardware is amazing. I love it. Anyway, um, 
it was my first foray into mobile development. And it wasn't all that difficult. I had a good time, and basically it was it was DMB Live set list, and it kept up with a live set. And what would happen would uh, would be um, it, there was no concept of push messages back then. So what happened was it would automatically, like on a scheduled basis, check for the set list from our site. And if it found something new, it would do the work on the, on the phone side, and, and then it would send you a notification. So the phone itself would notify you, hey, I got a new set. So it, we weren't pushing anything from the server, anything like that. So then um, I wrote an app for the iPhone, DMB Live set list, and we came out with another version there that allowed people to enter in their Twitter handle, and you could see tweets from the show. That kind of worked all right for a while, and then Twitter changed a bunch of their stuff. And it kind of fell by the wayside, but a lot of people still use that app a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that basically how you keep your hand on the pulse of the shows, uh, a new song gets played, you get a push message right then. Boom, new song played. So you, you keep an eye on uh, what's going on. Um, at that point, I believe I wrote Ants Tour Central, which was another iPhone app. I believe these are in the days of iOS like 3 iOS 3 or 4, I think. And to put it in perspective, we're at 9. Yeah, we're at 9. Yeah. Um, and so Ants Tour Central was basically a, a Tour Central browse. Uh, you could browse the entirety of Tour Central, check out the, the set lists. Um, you could look at stats. You could, you could log in with your Ants account and look up personal stats. And you could also look at pictures for the shows. Um, you could read reviews, user reviews for the shows. So it's pretty robust, but it was, you know, limited to um, Tour Central. Um, one of I know this is getting long. I'm trying to summarize this. One of the iOS updates um, broke Ants Tour Central, and I had just gotten so busy that I, I fell behind on keeping up with the app. And what happened was if, if you logged out of Ants Tour Central, you were unable to log back in. Um, so uh, probably about two years ago, uh, I started looking into updating Ants Tour Central to try to you know fix it because people are saying, hey, it's broken. And the amount of work that it would have taken to fix an old app uh, that I really wasn't all that excited about anymore was just too much. So I said, well, if I'm going to do anything, we're going to create a new app from scratch. We created a new app from scratch. Uh, we have not hard announced it yet. We're going to do that hopefully within the coming week on the site and go live with it on all of our social media. But uh, I am proud to announce that um, DMB Hub by AntsMarching.org is now available on the App Store for the iPhone right now for free. Woohoo! Yes, yes. So um, a few people have stumbled across it in Ants Plus. A lot of the Periscopers here I know have, have been uh, talking about it here on the stream and downloaded it. Um, the version 1.0 is out and it's working. And we've got version 1.1 in uh, review already with Apple. So we should be hoping to post that to the store this week. And when that happens, we will be announcing it, um, the app altogether. Because the first app, is, the first version is really robust, really full-featured, but uh, it's not what we want it to be for the first. So we've got another update coming. Um, the first version of the app, Joe, why don't you talk a little bit about this? I'm getting tired of hearing my own voice. <laughs> so somebody might be asking, DMB Hub, what's DMB Hub? How did you come up with DMB Hub? So really the concept behind it is, hey, when I went to shows and I'd run into people, then the number one thing they would say is, hey, what's going on with the apps? I want the apps to, you know, to work, or there's, mine doesn't work on my phone, but it works on that person's phone. Um, and I want to be updated on the latest set, and I also want to be updated with the latest news. I don't have to go to separate apps. And so that's really the culmination of all of those kind of feedbacks uh, and requests from people to have an app that 
can get you updated on all the latest DMB news and things that are happening um, right to your phone. You don't have to go to a website to get it um, or and also get updates from the live shows that are going on and then also be able to browse, you know, the extensive uh, show listing of Tour Central. And so um, just came about as a better way to get updates. So we call that update center the hub. The hub is where everything comes into. Everything comes into the hub. You get notifications on, hey, what show was played on this day in the in the past? What's some of the new um, DMB news that's happening? Maybe there's even a news flash, some quick quick news updates, um, some site news on ads, maybe about podcasts. Um, also, what's some what's being discussed? What's the hot discussion in the forums? Um, all those kind of different updates that are coming in all populate into the hub, and from there. You can launch into other parts of the app or over to um, the forums and and check out other pieces. So that's the main. Um, that's like kind of the big one of the big draws um, is the hub. Um, yeah, one of the you- things that we struggled with um, with ants was not not all of us are always available to sit down and bust out a news article when news breaks, and we we've always been trying to figure out what's what's the best way to to get a news announcement out without having to sit down and write a news article. Um, and I think the the hub is really what we settled on where uh, we can send out breaking DMB news as a push message that you'll get. And that push message can link if you tap onto it to um, an external link anywhere. If, if there's news that's breaking on CNN.com, we can link to that um, and you can, and you can open it right from the app. Um, and it doesn't require us to sit down and, and write a news story. We can we can we can get those push messages out to you quickly, right as they happen. So you're always you know up to date on anything that breaks, which is awesome. Yeah, which is just which is which is great. It's got functionality in there that you can um, you know jump just to the current tour, right to the shows that are happening in the middle of the tour. So you can quickly pull up what was happening at the last show or what was happening. What's what's the next show coming up? Um, if you happen to be um, at a show or even just watching the show remotely, as the show is being played, you can get specific stats about, hey, when is the last time that this song was played in general? Has it ever been played at this music venue before? Oh, my gosh, this is the first time they've ever played you know, XYZ here. Um, so it's got a lot of great stats, too, to help you, you know, quickly say, oh. Have they ever played this? I don't think I, I you know, I've, I've heard this been played at uh, at Blossom before or yeah, wherever. something comes out rare and it's been eight years since it's been played. It'll tell you the last day it was played and how many shows that's that have been between those two dates. So if it's been five years, it's very well could be 400 shows since it's last been played. And it'll tell you that. Yep. Um, so it's just, yeah, go yeah, ahead. So, so the first version, it's got all of that in there. Um, it does take advantage of some pretty cool uh, iPhone technologies. If you have an iPhone 6S or a 6S Plus, it does take advantage of 3D Touch. So not only the shortcuts on the home screen, so you could jump into a random show. That's actually one of my favorite things to do is just press down on the icon and pop into a random show. It just pulls up a set list of a random show that you can go ahead and look at the details on. Tap on any song on the set list, and it pops up a little window that shows you, like Joe was talking about, details of and that song for that performance. Um, but what you can also do is browsing the, um, the tour central database. When you see the listing of all the shows, you can actually, um, pop a set list on any, you know, press, press down on any of the shows and, uh, it'll pop the set list up. If you don't want to look at that one, move on to the next and pop. So it's a really quick way that you can browse the set list as well. Uh, we take advantage of that. And so version 1.1, which again has been submitted to Apple for approval. So hopefully all goes well. Um, we are implementing login 
So you'll be able to log in with your ANS account. And that the main purpose of login right now, I know you guys are asking about stats because ANS Tool Central had that. We will get there. That's coming. This is going to be an actively developed app. Um, we're really proud of it, and we're going to keep pushing. But right now, with the tour coming up, the last two or four, at least two years, right, um, is going to be uh, the Setless game. So you will, able, you will be able to play the Setless game, make your picks from your phone. Um, you'll be able to see the standings, see the scores, everything about uh, the tour going on. Individuals shows uh, stats in terms of the standings and then overall standings for the setless game. So you can all chase uh, the heartbreak kid, Tony B, who t- seems to dominate the setless <laughs> game year after year. But uh, there are some there are some rumors that that's Dave playing the setless game. <laughs> There's some rumors. But yeah, if you haven't played the setless game, I think we'll talk more about it in, uh, as we get closer to the tour here. Give you guys a quick thing. It's a great little fun little game. Um, and uh, as Matt was saying, um, version 1.1 starts using some of that login features. So you guys can start getting some uh, personalized personalized uh login content onto your phone the, if you happen to be going to the seaville show it will also double as a dmb hub launch party we are launching so, it officially and so then there's the one remaining detail that we haven't said about this and that is the app is free so freely down, go ahead and download it and if you can tell a friend or two Post, you know, post it socially or tell a friend somebody that might like somebody might like being uh, updated on DMB news or might want to uh, watch live sets as they come in or see past tour shows or play a setless game any of that good stuff please uh, tell a friend and uh, let them know about the app yeah we've got a lot of sharing logic built into the app so you can go to any set list and up in the top right corner there's a little share button click that you can post that that show to Twitter it posts an image actually of that of that set list um, you can share news articles. Uh, you can share the app link right from the right from the sidebar. Um, also, um, it has a watch app, Joe. Oh, forgot about the watch app. It's my bad. If you happen to have an Apple Watch, I know it's a small percentage, but if you happen to have one, um, you can have latest slash live set functionality on your watch. So basically, right now, if you were to pull up the app on your watch, it will show you the Super Bowl, um, you know, pre-show. It'll show you that set list, and you can tap on any song, and it will give you, again, similar details of that performance of that song. Uh, when the live show is going on, you will be able to um, you will be able to check out the live set right from your watch as well, if you if you so choose. Uh, so yeah, so we're we're really excited, and we wanted to get the word out, and um, timing's right because tour times around. So uh, if you haven't grabbed it yet, grab it now. Tell your friends it is free, just like Jake's Jodo shirt. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's a free Dodo shirt. Again, <laughs> phrasing. Why aren't we doing phrasing? I phrasing. I'm sorry. So, so yes, right now. So thank you all for your support and your patience in, um, in waiting for this app to finally come around. We're certainly excited about it. So, uh, yeah. Jake, have you, have you used it at all yet? I have. I, I have, and I enjoy it. It's very good. It's easy to move around. It's For someone old like me, it's got a really easy learning curve. So it's good. I, I enjoy it. I give it a yeah, 42. That, I can dance to it. That's the best endorsement ever. If Jake can figure out how to use it, then it's then it's then it's well designed. It it doesn't suck. There you have it. <laughs> All right. So that's in summary. DMB Hub. Go ahead and search for it on the App Store. It is there. It is free. Hey, and if you like it, please uh, review it. Actually, just like we yes. do with the podcast, which is outstanding. Uh, give us a good review. Give uh, you know, give us a good rating, and that'll uh, leap to the top of the search ranking. So we really would uh, would appreciate it. And Nate MCC, thank you very much for uh, sharing that on Twitter right there. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Joe's DMB Vote song series. Be right what? back. You want to be so sure. Every 
you know, I think I'm feeling something right now. And now, your favorite ants podcast segment and mine, Joe M's DMB Vote Song Series. Enough. I can't get enough. It's oh, the best. Oh my goodness. I'm almost might... disappointed in the song series now. It's, it's like that's all I want to do is just listen to that. <laughs> Maybe we should just make the song series, we play that, and then then we just say, Well, can't wait till next week when we hear it again. <laughs> we might even have to start we have we have to have the closer. That you that you just listened to Joe's DMB's vote song series, like a like a closer for it, a capper. <sighs> It would it would only it would be more funny if that was if this was actually a real thing. There's no such thing as the DNB or Joe M's uh, song series. I'm looking at the but there was agenda right now, and it says Joe M's DNB uh, vote song series. It's a typo, but we did have the Ants marching um, song series last week. Do you guys remember what the song was? Get in line. I would have forgotten <laughs> that was, too. Which is a nice little uh, little throwback there. Um, you know, we had uh, some old picks from '94. Um, I would say. Uh, not a lot of comments on this one, and I'm not sure. I don't have a theory on why that is. I don't know, Jake. You have a theory why uh, lack of opinion on uh, getting line? You know, it's interesting because I actually had a lot of comments I saw in Plus and Ants Plus uh, talking yeah. about it. Some people that said, you know, I wasn't really familiar with it, but why? You know, I grabbed the shows and listened to them, and that's a great song. What happened to that song? Mm-hmm. That's something that people have been saying for 20 plus years now. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes songs just fall out and they just don't come mm-hmm. back. And, and this is one of them, I know. which is really unfortunate because it's it's I like it. And and yeah, I know. And if they don't get to if they if they fall out of, you know, fan favorite even for long enough, then they, then they just kind of disappear and they don't even have anybody championing championing for them. Do you so. think yes. if we get enough of these podcast episodes under our belt, we can actually draw Joe M's DMB vote song series sweeper as a song and maybe get the best <laughs> official version. No, the sweeper is not officially released. It cannot be considered. Somebody I'm not, some, I'm not putting that in the ping pong. Somebody machine. asked for the, as a ringtone. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's not available. Sorry. <laughs> um, I want, I want Joe M's laugh as my ringtone. This no, is my, like, I want to hear him saying chick Definitely not available. chick a chick chick Just I want to hear that over and over again when someone calls. <laughs> or me mispronouncing names. Um, I don't know. Did, you, did either of you guys have any, um, any favorites out of the, uh, the get in line? You know, I really, like, I really like the Georgia Theater one. Um, it's tough because Blue Note and Georgia Theater are, are – to me, that the two of the three, I think those are the two best. Um, I, I kind of like the Georgia Theater one a little bit better. Yeah, that's obviously a very famous famous theater. Um, you did pick the two that were in the running, and I'll and um, I'm just going to cut straight to it here and say this week's winner of the AntsMarching.org song series is. The winner was actually the blue note, Jake, and I think uh, we, they always do the one that you you kind of debate and then they pick. But yes, um, the blue note uh, version of Get in Line was the winner from this past week. Thank you all that have voted. Um, I think it was a fun one, and I think we have another interesting one coming up this week. Oh boy! Uh oh! Well, what's what's the oh, all boy? About? I just looked at the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, go ahead, start us off. Believe it. So 
what these guys are talking about is uh, the ping pong ball machine has generated a lot of misses this week. And I, we had a really good week last week. I thought me and the machine were on a good page, but this week it has it has done a lot of misses again. So let's run through them. Let's see if you guys know what these misses are, because I will be honest, some of these I didn't know, and we'll find out what eventually here what is this next week's song. So first one the ping pong machine came out is, um, thank you, Tears of a Clown. Do either of you guys know Tears of a Clown? Yeah, I used to work at a grocery store. It was on Adult Temp- Contemporary Top 40 nonstop. Yeah, actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was from an earlier show, like in the 90s, and uh, the band or and or Dave did a little tease of it in between songs, and it was pretty clear. It's probably like 15 or 20 seconds, maybe even longer. Um, close, um, and maybe that is out there. But um, what we have in uh, Tour Central is um, for those that don't know, it's um, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, mm-hmm. and it was at a Dave and Friends um, show. Friday, uh, January 16, 2004, Oakland Arena. They did a little uh, Tears of a Clown tease. Wow. So I was off by a decade. and (laughs) Just off by a little timing. The wrong band. The the wrong band in the wrong decade. Other than that, I nailed it. I think you got the Friday part right. That was the part you got right. Um, So we went back, got another ping pong ball, and this one was Tripping on You. On me? I'm tripping on you. Tripping on you? Either? You guys know it? Nope. So this one's pretty obscure. This is actually um, um, was played at a, a TR3 show. Um, oh. was actually, and this is a very, very, very particular TR3 show. This was played. 1989? Uh, well, February 3rd, 1990. We're at uh, Sigma Nu, University of Virginia. Um, and from what uh, we have, you know, this is one of the first uh, earliest known live recordings of Dave singing. It uh, is indeed. Yeah. He sang. He sang on. Um, Do you want to throw me? He sang on Exodus. Yep. Correct. And, and tripping on probably you. something. Else. Oh, on tripping on you. Let this one it. right here. Yeah. So uh, kind of unique that it was. This is the first kind of live, earliest known recording of Dave singing. Um, he was singing with TR3. So, he used to come in. Uh, just a sidebar, really quick. Uh, when TR3 used to play, this is back when Dave was bartending. Um, Dave would show up and just play on a couple songs and the one song he usually popped in on was exodus which is kind of weird i would love to hear that that'd be cool that would be cool that'd be really cool so went back to the ping pong machine got another one and this time it is let it bleed do you guys know let it bleed yeah but when do they do that um dave guested with the rolling stones and matt in matt's backyard um, Quest Field, Seattle, Washington, on October seventeenth, two thousand and six. Um, wow. Dave came out and sang with the Rolling Stones on "Let It Bleed." I, jeez, I only remembered him doing Wild Horses with the band. I did not know he did "Let It Bleed." And that's the that more popular one, yeah, and that's the one I actually had thought of too. And but yeah, he hadn't made an appearance and did um, huh. "Let It Bleed," um, which uh, then led to the next one. Pulled out a ping pong ball and I got "Harvest Moon." Do you guys know "Harvest Moon"? Yeah. Song. Was that Boyd singing on that? Was not. Nope. Good guess, though. Early um, 90s? This is actually kind of a popular one, um, Harvest Moon, because this is the – you talked about this band earlier in the podcast, Pearl Jam. Uh, Dave sang uh, Harvest Moon along with Eddie Vedder for, oh, a, like pri- for a private show. Rob Glazer's yeah, at that, uh, birthday. Um, mm-hmm. birthday party. Wow. Yes. So that is – 
the the dream pairing of Eddie Vedder and Dave Matthews. They sang a couple songs. Harvest Moon was one of them, sung by Neil Young, for those not familiar. Um, uh, unfortunately, that has not ever seen the day of light, so uh, and has definitely not been officially released. So or or the song. light of day, one or the other, <laughs> or or the light or the light of a harvest moon, day of light. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that that took us to the next ping pong ball, which was Belly Fool. Oh, we finally got a Dave Matthews Band song. Got a Dave Matthews song. It has been released. Unfortunately, it's only been released once. It's on Live Tracks 36. And that's that's it. We got our version. winner. Next. There you go. I love that version <laughs> of it. We had the best vote on this one. Everyone voted for the one pick. So, um, nope, can't be a part of it. So, pull again. Love of My Life came out. Oh. Wow. Either of you guys ever seen Love of My Life live? I don't think so, no. You would have had to see Santana guesting. That was the only – was the only I'd hit at that one, that one time with him? No, it was a few shows in the stadium tour in 99. That was pre-Yet um, Dizzle, so uh, – because this is 1999. That Barely. was before you saw some shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I actually saw it twice. I saw it in Foxborough and saw it in uh, Giant Stadium. Hmm. So – and neither have been released. Yeah, unfortunately. So can't be part of it. Um, three more, just to give you a kind of, there is an end of this, <laughs> end of the light of this tunnel. Um, Rebel, Rebel. Rebel, Rebel, little David Bowie. David uh, is, Bowie. Do you know is when that, that uh, Yukon Cornelius by chance? Yukon uh, Cornelius? It, 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 is, it is Stefan's band, but it was uh, the band Secret Stash, um, which is made up of... Um, Brett uh, Scallions, Eric um, Fawcett, Jake um, Burton, and Warren uh, DiMartini. Um, those are the guys that played up at uh, Pickle Barrel Nightclub in, uh, in Vermont. That mm-hmm. was when they whipped out a little David Bowie, played Rebel Rebel, um, which is pretty interesting. That led us to Many Rivers to Cross. Oh, of course. I actually didn't know. Did you know this or no? You, you no. being sick? Okay. Well, this is from 2010, so that's why I, feel, I was surprised that we don't know this from 2010. Um, it's um, with Jimmy Cliff. Jimmy Cliff came out and guested um, in Connecticut at the Bell Haven Club. You are familiar with that, uh, Jake? Yeah. On, uh, June 26, 2010, Jimmy Cliff came out and they played "Many Rivers to Cross," and I was—I can't believe that I don't remember this from being something not that long ago. That was the uh, Greenwich show, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Greenwich. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there any Greenwich doubt Jim- that this is Joe M's DMB Boat Song Series? <laughs> by the way, just, um, just, just reiterating. Real, real uh, quick, just to break into a very quick Jake story. If you recall, story time, story time with Jake. Yeah, I cannot wait to make one of those. <laughs> um, when that show was announced, that was the Greenwich, Connecticut show. If you're not familiar with Greenwich, Connecticut, it's um, a kind of a hotty toddy place, a little um, financially secure place that thinks it's very important. Um, and a lot of people were freaking the hell out. This these ruffian Dave Matthews Band fans. I remember this. We're going to appear at the show. So to make a long story short, I got a phone call from a reporter who basically was looking for a, a um, an expert on the Dave Matthews band and was trying to talk to the, uh, you know, someone that knew about the ruffian fans <laughs> that would be associated with them. So he tracked me down and, and got my number and gave me a call and he starts talking to me and everything. And as I'm going through the interview with him and just kind of, at the end of it, he says to me kind of, uh, so have you ever been to Connecticut? I'm like, um, 
yes, I was born there. Um, in fact, uh, my father owned a sporting goods store in Greenwich called Bruce Park Sports. He was the original owner of it. He started the place, and the guy was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And I'm thinking he's just like, oh, you know, what are the odds? He's like, I can't believe there's DMB fans that were from here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm like no, no, I lived in I, I lived in Norwalk, you know, from that, that you know, like the Compton of, of Connecticut, according to the Greenwich people. Oh, my goodness. This yeah. has been another story time with Uncle Jake. <laughs> yes. So the things the things I do for the band and to do for you fans to give my opinion to make sure that everyone realizes that not all DMV fans are ruffians going in to destroy the town. Jake, do you know the hooligans? Do you do you, can you can can you get us in contact with them? We'd like to talk with them. How was your lawn, by the way? <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. The guys like, do you think they'll come in on boats? I'm like, look, man, if a DMB fan wants to hear the show, they'll swim. It don't matter. <laughs> They're coming on boats. Um, that took us to uh, our last Miss Ping Pong of, of this this week's Volume 14. And uh, it's an interesting song. Um, it's actually, it makes my um, kind of little la- rare live disc uh, that I have. It's Round and Round. Round and Round. Not the, not the rat version, the Dave Matthews version. He um, sang for his son when he was a baby. Um, and he actually sang a little verse about kill the king in it, and people used to go crazy, go, "Oh my god, he said kill the king!" So yeah, I remember round that song. round. It got played um, in um, New Jersey, Izod Center, um, November thirteenth, two thousand and seven. Wow. Uh, Dave pulled it out. Dave pulled it out. I think that's not really, if I remember correctly, like really the only time that it, it's been teased. I think a couple times. That's the the most that's got played. And by the way, I put the drum roll machine away, so you're just gonna have to go. Go naked with this announcement coming up. So that that took us to this week's um, pick for the song series, and it was. We think I was kidding. I was just check, just gonna check, just checking. <laughs> um, this week's song is "Blue Water Baboon Farm." Ooh. Oh, a little bit different. I think that's a kind of. A, I think it's a popular one. Do people people like Blue Water? I think so. I, I like fans? it. You know, and on the site on Ants, we call it Blue Water Baboon Farm because that is how it was originally called by the band. Technically speaking, back in in DMB fan talk, the name of the song is Blue Water. We know that that's how it's copyrighted. That's how it appears on all the set lists. We still call it from the original one because what they used to say was Blue Water's the song, Baboon Farm is the jam because the jam is sort of like craziness hmm. like you would have like baboons on a farm i don't know but it was actually the very first time it was played is five five ninety two and the band was doing a uh show at the uh, campus radio station at, at uva and a fan called in and requested blue water baboon farm that's exactly what they said and the band kind of joked this is when peter was still in the band and, and peter and dave were kind of joking back and forth and and dave introduced it but he actually messed it up and said here comes the big blue baboon farm <laughs> um it's like the only time he's ever actually said those words <laughs> baboon <laughs> farm together so that's it's, it's we know that's not the way it's called but that's what we always call it so yeah so if you call it blue water then it's okay to call it blue water it's pretty yes. much what you're saying it, it, it's fine yes so um, yeah, so we got a couple to choose from for Blue Water. Um, I think there's uh, there's a there's a DMB live that's for sure from uh, from '95 because that was the last full band one. Um, yep, it's from Easton College, I believe. Yep, and, and it's probably 225 or something like that. 
Yeah, Live Tracks 20 and Live Tracks 30 um, also have it, and um, I think another DMB Live. So um, there's a, lot, a couple partials out there and um, that have been officially released. Um, but we're going to try to keep this to um, the probably the older versions um, that are actually the full song and not little teases or, or segues. And the uh, uh, the Live Tracks 20 has a Warren Haynes on it. Um, yes, with a, a yes. Unbelievable jam. Yes, which um, excited about that. So um, please watch the social media accounts and the poll on the front page of Ants. And um, if you have any comments that you want to uh, be featured in next week's pod about this, use the hashtag DMBVote. Matt? Uh, well, you know, just a, a little anecdote here. Um, Blue Water reminds me of this song, not because of they have any relation, but they – sprung up at around the same time when I was first getting into the band listening to really old music when it was still cassette versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blue Water has kind of gotten some love over the last few years. I mean, it pops up now and then. It's still a really rare song, but it's certainly not, oh my God, my eyeballs just fell out because I heard this song. It's 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 not, you know, it's not dead and gone. Um, once on a wild afternoon. Oh. Uh, or a cool winter day, right? Um I always liked that one and thought it felt pretty wow. complete too. That is, that is just the once in a wild afternoon is the name of the song. Um, that's how we have it listed. Ants. It's got a couple of, of kind of foolish appearances, including one that was on a video. Uh, it's probably on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm assuming Copperpot has it up someplace on one of his channels. Um, look around there. I think the actual date of it is six seventeen ninety two. Uh, there was a time when the 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 release or the the recorded version of it was listed as six xx ninety two, as in they did not know the date. And around this time, uh, when nobody knew the date, that's when the very first book came out about the Dave Matthews Band by uh, Morgan Delancey. I think it's called "Step Into the Light." That lyric, "Step Into the Light," is actually from "Once in a Wild Afternoon." Um, so that is a hell of a call, Jake. Six seventeen ninety two. Uh, last song, uh, first one, uh, song that often mislabeled as "Destiny," but Dave, however, names the song "Once on a Wild Afternoon" during the performance. Seven minutes thirty five seconds, and it's yes. the last song listed on the set list. It, it sounds very similar to an incredibly rare song that we only have an appearance of on a tape that dave made back in like 1990 or 91 called mother's night it has that same bluesy feel to it um that version the 61792 version is is full and it's jammy and it's just it's a cool little bluesy jam it's really neat that's is wow that, maddie that a, that's yeah that was a that just came to mind with, with blue water when that comes up this comes to mind is that full band at that show that is as full band as it was. I've heard um, well, the versions I've heard have been Dave Solo. Yeah, there's. I, I think on that one, that might be the Delta. Uh, yeah, it, yeah was the, it was the, the Delta Deke House Kappa. from nine eleven ninety two. That's yeah. exactly the version that I'm very uh, familiar. And the last time it's ever been played, right? And and of all the bizarre things, it actually has been teased a few times and popped up in sound checks. And in nineteen ninety six. Dave was uh, quite intoxicated and appeared um, down in, at, at um, I think the name of the, the venue is called Jewish Mother. And I want to say it was in Virginia Beach, but I, I could be wrong about the location. But he was there for like a, a rusted root show or, or somebody like that. And they called him on stage. And as he was kind of fiddling around, figuring out to play, he actually played a tease of it, there which it is, is just 
completely random. It's like 6'3", 96 or something like that. That's exactly the date. God, that's frightening. You're good. They don't <laughs> call do you the snake man for nothing. I'll tell you. You don't make the big bucks for nothing. Exactly. Um, but it is, it's a, if you get a chance, maybe we'll uh, pull up a version of it and use it as one of the uh, bumps here for yeah. our commercial breaks, that was, uh, which aren't co- commercials. Coincidentally, like you said, he was teasing that. That was the first time uh, Crazy, now known as Captain, was played. Yes. <laughs> I've 41 little thing recently, once on a wild afternoon, which is a, admittedly a short tease and probably inadvertent, and then crazy. That's a cool little uh, little set. And he is shit-faced. I mean, <laughs> he, he couldn't be any more drunk if he tried. I don't think we have that for download, um, or if it's out there. It, it's out there. I, I, I have it someplace, probably on a, on a CD, which Joe was making fun of earlier. We'll have to dig it up. Don't know what but a yeah. CD is. Have to figure that out. Yes, would love to. All right, so I think uh, yeah. After that little sidebar, um, we have a lot of listener questions um, this week, and thank you everybody because this is great. Uh, and and, I, and I, maybe I can just say too, um, we do see all your questions come in, and we try to fit as many as we can. And I think even uh, in the past, um, some of our Twitter filters maybe have missed some of your questions. So um, if you had some good ones and um, they haven't gotten. Um, used in a podcast, um, just please send them again, and uh, we hope to get uh, as many as we can in. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, do you have a, do you have one? Oh, by the way, uh, I have this six. Uh, I don't. I just interrupted and thought I had that show that we were just talking about, and I don't. So um, darn. We'll, we will keep efforting. So yeah, go ahead, Joe. You got a question? Um, Ryan Mathis, is it? Uh, Baker XX X twenty three. <laughs> Math, Matt's laughing on the periscope. Yeah, Math has always trips me up too. <laughs> um, By the way, it's always a good idea to tell us how to pronounce your name, even if it's Smith. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Smith really, and Jones particularly that... are tricky for Joe. Yeah. Oh, this water is getting to me. Um, says um, Ants Marching. Uh, why does it seem like Pig and Seek Up don't get regular play or played that often? Two really good songs. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Jake. Well, I think they're kind of two different songs, really. I mean, it, it seems like Pig is more rare than Seek Up. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I think Seek Up maybe could fall out during a year or so. It, it probably wasn't played too often in 2015. But I think Seek Up is much more popular. Pig seems to be more of the specialty song. You know, that's kind of the way the band kind of works things. Sometimes songs just kind of, they fall out and they forget about them. Uh, Seek Up's very old also. That's from 92. So don't forget that, you know, they've been playing it for 20-something years. But both of them can be, um, well, both of them can kind of be used in the same slot though, right? Yeah, I don't know. I I always think that you're going to hear a jam song. You're going to hear Seek Up, Jimmy, or Crush every show, at least one of them. You know, of the three, what do I want to hear? Well, there's two I want to hear, and there's one that Matt hates. (laughs) Um, That's kind of the way I see it. So I'm always happy with Seek Up. I think Seek Up in a opening spot just tells me this show is going to be special. To me, hmm. I think they both open well, and I think Pig is a, obviously closes. You can't really close the seek up. Yeah, um, P- Pig's a great closer, great encore song. Yep, for sure. But I like it. I've I've been on a show that Pig's opened, and it's a great opener. I don't 
think I have. But yes, it is a good opener. I agree. It's a good opener. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You got a question, Jake? I, I do. It's from uh, my buddy Bruce W., uh, the golfer. Who's Bruce? At Who's Bruce? If you could sit in on one album session, which would have been? Lily White, Before These Crowded Streets, The Freshness of Under the Table and Dreaming, hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Doubled hashtag. Do you have, do you have one? Do you have a preference? Do you know? That's a good question. I mean, it would it's be a great. It's a great. It's a great question. Do you as think like if you I get love... to sit in? If you get to sit in for an album session, oh, is, is that, that, that's like, you, you get like the whole the whole like from song early oh, song so easy. To the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what? it's before these crowded streets, and then the other guys. Really? Oh, they. I. I don't even think they understood the greatness that they were creating in that session. You've got. You've got a couple, at least a couple of the greatest lyrical songs he's ever written in the same session. Uh, and for the rumor has it that is everything okay, Jake? Is there an Amber well, Alert? Yeah, there is an Amber Alert. So sorry about that. I turned it off on this phone, but it came in on the other. I think one. we have to do our duty to relay that information, though. Yeah. Um, it is. Um, it's in, it looks like it's in Madison. No, no. Where's that? Doesn't even tell you where. Oh, that's helpful. Oh, yeah, it does Madison, Florida, which is not close to where I am. So I hope they do uh, locate that uh, child. So, so the rumor is that uh, <laughs> that he rewrote the lyrics to Dreaming Tree. So what was the right. first draft like? You know, I, I mean, you got the stone, pig, spoon. I, I'm sorry, it's and then Rapunzel, the jam session that was Rapunzel. I would be, I would give anything to be in the room when that happened. I, I, I think I'd pick Lily White. Uh, you want to slit your wrist? That sounds pretty I depressing. Mean, see, that's the thing, though. It's just there, but I there's mean, so much to be learned from that. There's so much info, so much that just to be a fly on the wall oh, during that. So that's two different things, then, right? So it's not like I want to experience the recording sessions. I want to, I want to fill out the details of that fateful time in the band's history. I want to be. I want. I want to sit in on that session. Yeah, because I think there's 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 a lot to it. It's like such a key moment of the band's history. That I think that that's the one I would choose to sit in, just you know, beyond just hearing the songs. Yep, I mean, that's I, totally fair. I, I'm gonna go with the one that actually was about 20 years ago this month. I, I think I want to sit in on Crash. Why is that? Why why'd you pick Crash? Because that's the really the first one where they kind of brought in new songs. So they had older songs. I mean, everything was road tested, but they did so many songs also, allegedly. I mean, I don't know what they really did, but we we have information that says they did a lot of songs. So they they supposedly did like, um, did 36. They supposedly did uh, Deed Is Done. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious of how that kind of all unfolded and how they went back to, to older songs like Cry Freedom and kind of work those uh, even two-step two-step is vastly different from the live versions of two-step i like the album version of two-step i don't yeah i like it i, I don't at all actually i really don't like it i think this is going to be work out pretty good so we're all going to split up and we'll report <laughs> back i got the i'm going to come back with the report on the lily whites uh, Matt, you got uh, before these crowd streets. Oh, Joe, you just gave away the feature of DMB Hub 2.0, time travel. Oh, oh man. Thanks, Joe. Oh, Sorry to go. spoil it. Joe's DMB <laughs> feature spoiler. Do you got a question, Matt? Uh, yeah. Will Sinclair, a, a loyal and, and always um, reliable source of good questions, 
Uh, so, Ants, what is more likely? DMV debuts two new, either unplayed or never heard, songs this summer, or Be Yourself returns? Hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Yeah, Free Dodo. I think they're both pretty likely. It would be my thing. I, I guess I would have to just figure out which is maybe happens first, you know? Um, so, I think they're both new, pretty likely. You think two new? You think they're more likely to be um, unplayed or never heard? Uh, new as a new, new song or haven't played yet, but they've been around? And I think one would qualify as Dodo. Well, <laughs> would it? I don't think that would qualify. If you're talking about stuff they did for the uh, album, which we're going to entitle What Album? <laughs> I love that title name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to be positive, and I'm going to say, you know what? Be Yourself is done. Wow. Be I've Yourself never, is done. They, they, I've never they heard you it. be so optimistic or... Just to have that kind of attitude towards any song, I think they get it, and you, I'm you, only I'm only basing this on listening to the shows and listening to the oh hey the song's over let's clap all right I hmm. I, I I mean I don't ever 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 recall a song being accepted by the fans so poorly yeah. I mean, it's 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 stunning. I, I but I don't. I think it'll be it'll be back. Unfortunately, well, that's negative, Joe. I'm for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still dance to it. That's true. Of course, of course. When I'm at a concert, I, I dance at whatever is played, even if it's "Be Yourself." Um, I got another one here. Um, Michael Landers, or Ooh, if I, I like this that, one, or if I try to say it wrong, Michael La- Landers, um, Michelle Landers. Michaela. Lay Enders <laughs> says, uh, Ants Marching, what determines if a live tracks is released to iTunes or not? Hashtag Ants Podcast. I have oh. no idea. Is that, do they not? Not all of them. Like, oh. I have Apple Music, and it's not, you know, they're not on there. It'd be nice, uh, but they're not. Some oh, of them the, are. The very early ones were, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but then uh, they just kind of just do the the, the live like tracks one, now. Just kind and, of and, and Will Sinclair just hops on Periscope and said one through twenty only. One through twenty hmm. only. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they they. they just I wonder kinda, if something happened then. I mean, I, I I have no idea, but. I think they favor um, you know their release structure, and then I think it does play into the the growth of streaming services. And, um, you know, just trying to protect that revenue stream. But that'd be my guess. I don't have any official info on that. But I would, I would guess it's the, ad, the, um, the streaming services causing that. Jake, um, Fly the Way, which is fittingly at Fly the Way, asks, I want to start listening to DMB Live. What are the top 10 hashtag ants podcasts? Well, <laughs> okay. First off, top 10 is sort of like to your liking. Um, the, the, the idea, well, I don't know if the idea, but it seems like the, the theory behind the, um, DMB live series is their older shows, their two track recordings, which we've been over a billion times. Um, I just sort of jotted down 10. I, I don't think that these are the top 10, but these are just sort of give you like a feel of sort of different eras of the band. Um, I, I just jotted down, um, 10, 1494 Georgia theater, 32903 that's Dave and Tim out at Boone. 
4595, which is at the Academy. That's a full band acoustic show. 3399, uh, Dave and Tim in Salt Lake, which has Last Stop and Halloween in Dave and Tim. Uh, 4795 in Durham. That's the debut of 41. 3294 in Tampa. That's probably the best sounding uh, one. That's the one you definitely want to download in Flack. That, that, the, the audio on that is, is very good. Uh, 72095 in Memphis, which is a fun little show, and also with two songs sung by Boyd. And you really can never get enough Boyd. Uh, 22595, which you mentioned earlier, Easton PA. That is the last full band Blue Water. Mm-hmm. 122192 at the Bayou in DC. So that's a really old show with Peter on there. Kind of gives you a feel of how the band used to be. And you really need a 96 show to kind of get semi-modern. There's two that are in there. I kind of like the one from Pelham a little more. That's from uh, 9996 in Pelham, Alabama. Again, it's up to you. you. There's other shows that are great in there. But that just sort of gives you sort of a run of 10 from different eras. That's just me. Sounds like sounds like you're kind of leaning towards Tampa. The Tampa show is really, really, really good. Right. It sounds great. It's a really good show. That was one of those shows that was sort of lost also. Um, we did not know about that set list until our friends over at uh, DMB Almanac rescued the old uh, Minarets Digest, which was a mailing mm-hmm. list from back in the day. And a fan attended that show and wrote down the songs and emailed it to everybody in that mass emailing system back in the day of what it was. And that's how we knew about the set list. And then lo and behold, that, that sucker popped up on DMB Live, which was awesome. Really sweet. Yes. Matt, you got a question? Let's see. We got, um, let's see. Oh, so Tim at Be Myself uh, asked us, should I bring a growler <laughs> to Seaville? And he can't miss breweries. Uh, hashtag Ann's Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Hashtag DMB25. So, Tim, that's a really good question and very relevant. Um, so, we are um, hooked up with Star Hill Brewery. They are wonderful. Jake, um, I don't. can you still get the stuff down by you? No, unfortunately, they do not carry Star Hill in Florida. I know it's anymore, been so. on and off for a little bit, right? So now yeah, it's I, currently off. I have to get. I have to drive six hours to Atlanta to get it. That's the closest. I and can it's get worth it. it. Uh, you know, it's it's only every other week, so it's not that bad. So so yeah. So Star Hill. Now, I would assume you can get growlers there. Uh, again, the last time we went to Star Hill, I think was we went to Star Hill was oh six, and. I, well, that was a that was a different start. Was a, I mean, yeah, same yeah. start hill, but different than what they have now. Yeah, and a different time too. I don't think growler fills were were all the rage, right? Um, I would assume yeah. I would assume so that you can get it there. Um, outside of Star Hill, I don't have any personal recommendations. Jake, Jake do you know of any other breweries around there? Have you? Had I, any? I know that there are a couple of breweries besides Star Hill. In Charlottesville, uh, unfortunately, I just don't know the names of them or or if they provide that. I would be surprised, like you said, in today's age where a brewery would not offer that. So it's, it never hurts to throw your growler in the car, really. I mean, just to be safe. I always carry two with me just in case. Open container laws be damned. <laughs> well, not, no, no, not in, well, not in Florida, there's not. Well, it's lawless down long, there. No, no, no. As long as, <laughs> as, long as they're sealed, if you, if you purchase beer... From a from a place that provides it, some of the places around here in Central Florida actually tape them. Oh, never Bo-Wegans, seen that. Yeah, Bo Wiggins actually tapes it just to prove that it hasn't been tampered with. Is that not is that not tamperable? Well, I mean, just you could bring your own tape with you and just tape <laughs> it if you want. Yeah, just um, take but, it ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but if it's sealed up, you could 
pretty much drive with it. And, and if you were pulled over or something and they said, hey, what's that? You say, well, I just filled up my growler. Dude, it's Northern Lights by Star Hill. What's your problem? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Joe? You got another question? We're getting out to um, the end now. Yeah, well, this one's just kind of a reminiscent one, I guess. Um, David Frick uh, at, um, what does this say? Frickin' Orgy? Frickin' Ogre. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Orgy. It's, it never fails. It really doesn't. He's not doing that on purpose, folks, either. That is totally, totally oh. natural. Um, says, Ads Marching, do you remember uh, the Ben and Jerry's Dave Matthews band Magic Brownies? I miss it, and I want some ice cream. You just Hashtag had like three of them. Free dodo. Every bite was like an orgy. Hashtag orgy. <laughs> Hashtag Joe M's orgy. Um, did you guys know that there was actually? Do you guys remember there were actually two Ben and Jerry's? Once there World. was, there was one Sweet World, and there was um the the uh, Magic Brownies. Magic Brownies was better, I thought. Well, One Sweet World, yeah, One Sweet World, um, was the first one. Did they have and some? That, is that was. some cinnamon action in that one? That one was no, caramel coffee. and coffee. Yeah, caramel and coffee ice cream with marshmallow and caramel swirls and oh, coffee flavored fudge chips. Oh yeah, I could do that. That was um, uh, from 2002 to 2004. And it was a short-lived. Um, but uh, it was then uh, followed up by the Magic Brownies that uh, we were just talking about that we're having an orgy with. And uh, that's, that was black raspberry ice cream swirled so good. with um, sweet cream – what? Sweet cream ice cream and fudgy brownies. Oh, I'm starving. Oh. That was so good. That was I. I'm surprised that one went away because that was really, really good. That's number nine on the graveyard of Ben and Jerry's. And while the uh, the one sweet world is actually number six, higher on the list of um, the people's favorites that are no longer made anymore. Really? I wonder yeah. if that's the coffee in- influence. I think so. I have yeah. one more question here that just snuck in on Twitter here from Christian Evans. Uh, Ants, any more details on the Night Zero Seville party? Hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Joe, are there any more details right now? Trying to think of uh, what we may not have announced yet. Um, appreciate everybody from RSVPing. And again, uh, RSVP is not necessary. Yeah, what are we um, up to it, on Facebook here? We are at um, 248 are going, plus another 290 are interested, and then another 151 are invited. So. We have um, flown past the 600 mark um, very quickly here. That's awesome. Yep. So appreciate everybody getting excited about it. Um, I think there was one question. Hey, is it um, 21 and over? And um, I think uh, we. I think that was the case last time, and we will confirm. Well, uh, yeah, we w- we weren't sure about it, but we think it is. And and no. I recall them checking IDs yes. last time. Right, and I don't remember us doing any, anything specific for people. That I, were, you know what? I do remember them checking IDs. They, right, they but did. Then, if, they did, if you didn't have IDs, did they let you in with like X's on your hand? I don't think so. Oh. I, really, I, I really think it was 21 and over last time, but I, I don't. We'll find out. Um, some of the Monolocal crew was out of Coachella, which I'm very jealous about. So um, uh, well, between Coachella here, we'll uh, try to get some, some more specifics on that. So sorry if we... Aren't able to um, include the under twenty one crowd. Um, we'll, we'll we'll save it for the next dance party. But I don't think not. I don't think any um anything yet to um anything new yet to be announced. Uh, hopefully here, um, we'll have some more details that we can share. Very good. Well, you guys got anything to add before we wrap up uh, episode sixty seven here? 
No, I think that'll do it. Let's do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's it's been awesome. Again, thanks for all the questions, all the Periscopers you guys rock. Uh, Hit up uh, iTunes and review, download DMB Hub, review it, give us five stars. That'd be really nice. Actually, if you you love it, tell iTunes. If you hate it, tell us. Uh, And it will be continually improving. And hey, it's free. How can you go wrong? Like it. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. DMB.